All right, so there's breaking news out of Russia. Breaking news that uh, it seems Moscow forces, the Russian military, has turned on the Wagner Group, which is this mercenary army that was at the front lines in their war against Ukraine. And so these mercenaries who fought for Russia are now allegedly being attacked by Russian forces and also allegations of shootings in Moscow. So the start of the breakdown of Russia, the start of of what could be an internal division or a civil war if they're attacking the Wagner group, which was like, that was their rabid dog army, right? Those were their, that was like their foreign legion. That was their frontline, you know, hardcore mercenary force. And now they're allegedly attacking their own forces. Uh, so they've turned against the Wagner group, like a Bond villain turning against his underlings. They have ruthlessly turned on their own. Why aren't they fully focused on Ukraine, somebody says. I don't know. It's a good question. How tall is Rogan? He's he's not a tall man. <laughs> he's not a tall man. Uh, but also, we had Bitcoin today slice through $31,000 a coin on more positive news stories, more companies, uh, more companies interested in working with Bitcoin and renewed confidence that this BlackRock ETF might actually get approved uh, because most of their ETFs have been approved, right? They are the establishment. So for them to file an ETF, their track record of getting an approval is, according to some big brains on Twitter, above 98%. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's their claim is that their ETF filings, more than 98% of them get, get uh, approved. Where is John Podesta, somebody asks. Well, he's in the White House right now advising Joe Biden. Advising Joe Biden. And it came out that Joe Biden recently needed a root canal. It took like two days off his schedule. He needed a root canal. And apparently our president, our commander in chief, according to the, the source, this is a mainstream news article. I'm not, not reading something from InfoWars. Mainstream news article that popped up on my Google News the people around Biden say he has the diet of a child. The diet of a child that he just eats candy and ice cream all day. And that's why he needs root canals. Uh, Claire asks, do I try to live self-sufficiently like off of solar power and growing my own food? Uh, no, not at all, actually. I, I live in civilization, for better or worse. I believe we're heading into a future where people will still have internet and people will still have smartphones. Maybe there's more social unrest. Maybe there's even a world war. Or maybe there's higher inflation around the corner. Higher inflation or bank failures. Both seem possible to me. But what doesn't seem possible is a return to like the Renaissance. I don't see a Renaissance festival in our future, unfortunately. Because that would be kind of fun, right? Go back to little satchels of gold coins. and We could talk to each other in Middle English and and all that and just drink at pubs all day and have a merry time. I think technology is here to stay. And so for that reason, I don't see some reversion to pre-industrial times, but I could be wrong. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon. Yeah, it looks like good turnout here on the TikTok live stream. And we decided to take the audio and do it as today's podcast. Because again, this Russia thing is kind of breaking news that they have turned on their own mercenary force. I guess not happy. 
not happy with the results so far because Ukraine is still very much standing. I just, I can't believe people aren't more pissed off that it's been more than a year of Russia shelling a European country. Like talk about dissociation, right? People have just dissociated from the fact that we are in a proxy world war right now. And more people are saying the war is really motivated by Russian elites. Russian elites not wanting to be pushed out by the, the growth of the Western economy, right? Uh, which makes a lot of sense. It's like, I don't believe what DeSantis says that Russia is just a gas station. Obviously, they have a lot of technology and, and land and stuff, more than just gas, more than just petroleum. But it's also not entirely untrue, right? It's like they don't have a developed economy in the same way that we do, where our fingers, you know, the U.S.'s fingers are in everything. And if it's not touched by us, it's touched by China. Whereas Russia is like the odd man out. There's, there's no like hidden Russian empire of, of countries dependent on them economically. They're dependent on either us or on China. So where does that leave Russia? Well, they're, they're trying to make their mark by expanding into NATO territory at a great cost of human life. And just according to some, just the cynical ploy to keep Russia relevant so that the Russian oligarchs don't lose, don't lose value in the Russian stock market. And some Trumpies try to make it seem like they're, de they're the defenders of Western liberty and all this stuff. No, shelling a European country does not make you the defender of Western liberty. Uh, but thank you for all the likes. People coming over here still. Looks like it's going to be a fun live stream. Can't beat when it's Friday night and people are all in a talkative mood. Yeah, the Bitcoin thing, total home run there. And if you want more than a year of my thoughts on Bitcoin and related topics, I don't only write about crypto. I'm a person with varied interests. But if you want to get into all that stuff in terms of read more, link in profile. Every single one of you who likes these videos, every single one of you should sign up for that Substack because uh, you get instant access to all the posts over the last year. And by email, you get any paid updates that I do. I do more paid postings now because you guys pay me. Why wouldn't I give you my best thoughts? You know, Melanie, welcome. Uh, PML says they are destroying the Ukraine. Kelly, welcome. Yeah, it looks like this is going to be a big, give this maybe five minutes and this live stream is going to be really big. I can tell when, when the TikTok juice is, uh, tell that TikTok algorithmic juice is flowing versus not. And tonight we're on, tonight we're on fire. It's showing it to a lot of people and we're not for everybody, but we are for some people, right? We're for some people out there. But yeah, that's all I wanted to do for the podcast aspect was update you guys on this crazy story that Russia has turned on its own mercenary force, as well as remind you that we are one of the few independent media outlets that did not throw Bitcoin under the bus when it went as low as what, like $16,000 over the last year. I think that's that, where where was the lowest point? Sixteen thousand or like fifteen five? Maybe somebody can fact check me here with the exact number. It went low. It went low, folks. And a lot of people bailed out. A lot of media outlets turned on sacred crypto. Not us. Not us here at Fulcrum. We understood all along that FTX FTX was like a, a patsy. That was an exchange being used by swamp creatures and celebrities. Celebrities that none of us give a shit about, like Tom Brady, 
wasn't used by real people and it wasn't used by any of the crypto OGs. I never had any exposure to FTX, nor did I ever mention it to you guys. I never promoted FTX for a single millisecond because they entered the scene relatively late. They launched in 2019 after crypto had already planted its flag. So they were, you know, they were shills. And then the media took the failure of FTX to mean that crypto can't work. But of course it can work or else BlackRock. BlackRock would not be BlackRocking away. So that is it for the podcast. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. And again, add your email address to that Substack. I want every single one of you in there. It turned out to be a great platform. You guys said keep writing on Substack. Well, I did for more than a year. And at first we saw no real gains. More than a year of posting blog updates on Substack. But now people are paying us. People are paying us eight bucks a month for the paid version. And it gets you access to all the past posts. You get the whole archive. And that's it. It's great to see. It's great to see like a revenue stream where we're putting out content that we want people to consume. And you're actually consuming it. Like what I thought was going to happen with Amazon Kindle. I thought the, the six years of books that we've published on Amazon Kindle, that we would just have this constant funnel of new people finding our work. And it didn't really work out that way. We promote that, that place constantly, our Kindle bookshelf. We promote it constantly and it's still been ultimately, I won't say this too loud, it's been a failure. Right? For us as a company, it's been a failure. Whereas Substack so far has been just totally awesome. So thank you guys again and see you over there.